When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome into an episode of Marvelous Depths. I'm Coach, and with me today... Josh Kennedy from Facebook. Hey, Josh Kennedy from Facebook. As you guys have been following along, Marvelous Depths is a chance for us to dive deep into some movies so you can learn a little bit more about the movie, but also a little bit more about us. Um, We've done some on Chang-Chi, we did some Spider-Man stuff, Uh, we did Doctor Strange. Today we wanted to do it with two people, um, because this movie kind of fits that theme. Uh, x-men origins wolverines uh you know they got the, that's, that's what it's called right x-men origins wolverine. x-men origins wolverine yes sir. that's what i thought um it's got a little bit of brother stuff going on we're not brothers but we're practically uh you know we feel like it sometimes so i thought this is a good chance for us to close together as close as you can get without being brothers yeah, uh, this is an interesting choice for us to make there's a lot of good movies out there uh logan being yes. the obvious uh choice to make which we will cover eventually that's a we problem. definitely will um, and it's the most universally loved one. And, you know, I did Shang-Chi because it was new and awesome. And you did Doc Strange because it's your favorite movie. This was an interesting one to choose because it's not as universally loved. In some ways, it's universally panned. Um, yeah. It's probably generally accepted as one of the weaker entries uh, in the X-Men franchise. But we both kind of like it. There's things about yeah. this movie. There's something about this movie, man. And the character, I just... When the time it came out, how old I was in that kind of time in my life, I was really hitting on these superhero movies. I was a big fan. I love Wolverine as a character. And I don't know. I just, I don't fully understand the universal hate for this movie. There are certain aspects of it that definitely were wrong. The Deadpool thing was ridiculous. But at its core, I still really like this movie after watching it probably 40 times in my life now. Yeah, I I always loved it as a kid. Like you said, it, it came out in uh, 2009, right after Dark Knight. Um, yep. So it was it was in that time of seriousness of the you know superhero movie genre. They were trying to make these movies more. Yeah, movies. I um, I made that point only because like the Dark Knight was so universally loved, and it was such a short time ago. And at the time, comic book movies were kind of expected to be. Yeah. the same or close to the same because that there's like a cookie cutter aspect about some of the early superhero movies but i think that's why x-men origins wolverine got so much hate because we just had such a legendary picture come out and that's technically in the same genre but uh, overall it's a good movie if you wouldn't have dropped some of the huge blockbusters in the superhero franchise and you drop this movie like say this was x-men 3 like that time frame i think this would be one of the more universally loved all right, well, we're going to jump in. We're going to dive deep on it, and, and hopefully you guys will feel the same by the end or at least understand where we're coming from and, uh, and why we love it. So we'll walk through the movie sort of in chronological order to follow along and sort of just as the themes develop. I'm going to be asking Josh some questions. Uh, I'll be putting a little bit of my input into it, and we're just going to explore the movie, what it's trying to make us feel, how we did feel, uh, what it what it trying to accomplish in its action scenes how we feel about all the stuff that makes a movie like this a movie 
Um, so let's just jump right in, do it. It's 2009, movie's kicking off. It's got big names to it. It's, it is a, a prequel to movies that already exist. It yes. was billed at that at the time. So we have to remember that frame of mind because um, this was supposed to be a prequel to a character everybody loved, the Hugh Jackman Wolverine thing was big. And so they wanted to do a prequel of it. So keep that in mind as we go through this. Um, True. So let's let's start at the setup of the movie is little kid, um, yep. and little kid sitting in a room, and they they do the whole he's sick and the brothers are together and there's the dad, the dad that didn't know was the dad. Yeah, this movie and I stand by this, having seen so many more superhero movies since. This stays as one of my favorite entries into a movie ever i love the young kid but then going through the wars which we're going to get to in a second we can talk on the young wolverine for a yeah, while yeah, first i just well, i just need to the, note that what i'm curious about this setup is is what it's trying to accomplish when i watched it recently um i think i thought the movie wants us to know that wolverine logan as i'll call him most of the time has like this feral nature to him so it wants to establish that that you know, deep down, he's got like this, this anger, this animalistic thing. Um, I don't, is it trying to tell us like his fake parents are the jerks or is it his real dad who just killed someone? Is that guy the jerk? I'm not sure what it's trying to accomplish. I think it's trying to show the manifestation of powers and how it's been uh, acknowledged throughout the X-Men franchise is when you hit a super or a certain amount of I don't know if you want to call them hormones or some sort of physical attribute that doesn't happen until you're a little bit older or experiencing some sort of trauma that kind of unlocks the mutant gene. So I think they were just acknowledging that kind of origin thing, but also playing in, like you said, to the animal nature. Yeah. And I did like that. They did the whole, you're sick. And then he tells his brother, well, you were sick. Like when you were my age. So it's showing that like the sickness is part of unleashing his powers. Uh, so I thought that was cool. Yeah, the only thing I don't love about it is it's like, it wants you to be like, oh, no, he killed his own dad. But it's like, I don't know. No, no, I don't care about that. Kind of a jerk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he just he... killed someone. Um, yeah. But it does end with the brother, uh, with Sabretooth. They call him Victor for the most part of the movie. Victor Creed. Um, he uh, says the line to Logan where he line. said, you know, first he says that he, yeah, he, you deserve, like, I didn't mean to. Well, yes, you did. And he deserved it. You know what this means. We got to be on the run, and then yeah, yeah, we got to be together. together. Um, exactly. And then it goes into the fighting through time scene. There's a lot of cool stuff happening in this scene. There's a lot of cool set designs. It's showing the different wars, yes. so they get to be in different uniforms. They're at different famous events. Um, they're just murking people because obviously they're super powered. They can't they can't you know, die. die. It's working out for them. They seem to be destroying stuff. It's a lot of cool theory stuff. He's like, oh, that'd, that'd be cool to watch that movie. Um, I think it's a pretty common thing. People said, I don't know if it would be or not. It would be an interesting to look at movie. I'm not sure if there's a story worth telling there, but it does sort of slowly show that like Victor is definitely. Um, he's the evil one where he's got the, the, the that villain instinct, I suppose, where, yeah, he, he gets a thirst for the blood as opposed to having it serve a purpose he seems to enjoy it yeah there's a lot of like logan like oh pulling him off the gun and stuff like that um it slowly reveals that and then it ends on like a village where victor's like going to rape this uh lady and uh 
Yeah, that was a bummer. That part, not cool. And then Wolverine's kind of left in this situation where he definitely doesn't back his brother in what he's doing. But as soon as there's a gun turned on him, he kind of chooses to side with his brother over everyone else, which is kind of against his instinct or his nature. And that's kind of why they show the this whole intro sequence, because he has a sort of uh, loyalty to Victor that is detriment to his character. Yep, I was, you said it without me even asking. I was going to ask, does the fact that he stick up with his brother despite this terrible act, is that a detriment to his character? And I think it kind of is. I don't know if the movie wants us to feel that way, but I definitely feel that way when I watch it. Yep. I go, you're kind of being a, a tool here, sticking up for your brother. Um, but it's natural. Like you said, they had to go on the run most of their life, and they've been through a lot together. So I guess it makes sense. And it, you know, you got to start somewhere if you're going to grow to be better. So... I suppose that's nice. They end up. Uh, I like the scene where they get like put to death through the firing squad. I think that always kind of makes yeah. me in my head a little bit. I love the intro, and I I loved so much of the introductory stuff. I will get to the point where I I felt like it dropped off a little bit, but like this is some some solid writing to start out this movie, where the striker situation made perfect sense for the mm-hmm. characters, perfect sense for Striker's character, and he brings them to this, you know super team giving them an opportunity to kind of serve their country in a different way than they normally do although wolverine's canadian which is obviously acknowledged later in the movie yeah no you're right i like all that stuff i like the whole striker setup um i'm curious if you feel this way does the scene with the the whole team did it together is that like the end of the this movie is like perfect up to this point because to me that kind of feel that way right up until about that time that the team storms that building, even though I did like that scene. I was still on board for them at that point. I didn't, I, I I just watched it and I'm trying to think of the actual just section of the movie that stops my interest. I'm like, come on guys, you pushed it too far, but this team up was visually cool. It did exactly what you want your action movies to do. Put other people's powers on display. This is a Wolverine movie but we still get to do cool mutant stuff with other characters. And it I does think do that's cool mutant stuff. The only one I don't care for is I don't care for any of the agent 47. Agent zero. Whatever. What, zero. Agent, agent zero. Yeah. Uh, I don't care about his stuff. I feel like it's a bummer that he's the first one to go. Cause he's the lamest one I felt, but I thought the whole thing. Was that was cool was though. Cool and... <laughs> the, the, the flip over the thing. It was kind of neat. I mean, was it really perfect? No. But Cause the other guys had cooler intros, but. Yeah, but for the most part, like you said, I think the scene does a good job. It does a lot of cool intro stuff. There's the whole introduction of of Wade Wilson and his... But, like, some of the best Wade Wilson stuff in any of his movies, actually, that specific scene right there, not the movie. Clearly, they messed up on that character big time, but the way they introduced Wade, it was pretty similar to his character within the comic books of who kind of Wade is. And I, I think they nailed it in that. Yeah, scene. you whip out a sword at your ex, uh, your ex's funeral. Uh, it was uh, your his ex's mom's funeral, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> or no, his that. ex's wedding. That's what it was. Ex's wedding. Yeah, always gonna be memorable. Uh, but yeah, he, he does some cool stuff. His little sword trick thing. I always love it. I think I think it's it so neat. cheesy, but I just think it's cool. The splitting I the was, bullet, so cheesy, but it, wow, everyone loved it. I always like that thing. I don't the will I am thing where you just like teleports behind him he's like no 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 i'm like wouldn't do that brother you're so lame you did nothing what is this shotgun gonna do he just killed it whatever um but you know you had to show that well i think it was more along the lines of him protecting uh striker because striker was kind of moving to the front 
Um, uh, I, I, I grew to like Will Iams' character throughout the movie. I did too. But... I just felt like it, w- they introduced everyone else and they let them do something cool. I felt like they he didn't get to do anything cool in that scene, but whatever. Um, characters are introduced. We don't see much. We actually don't see any of uh, Logan or Sabretooth really in this scene doing much. Yeah, I mean, Sabretooth climbs the building. That's about yeah. the extent. So virtually nothing there. It's really there to introduce the other characters. So nothing nothing gets gleamed or learned here. But they end up going to this village to because cut the this... adamantium. The metal. They don't know it's adamantium metal. yet, but the metal that they, uh, the government you knows is adamant- indestructible. Isn't it adamantium? Adamantium. Yeah, that's what I said. I thought it was adamantium. You're like living out the mantium part. Oh, my bad. I, I, I <laughs> adamantium. <laughs> Whatever. Not important. But yeah, they end up in the woods... Victor's gonna go kill someone. Logan doesn't let him. Um, he's not gonna let him kill this innocent person in the village. Yeah, he doesn't want the whole village. Um, interesting point here. It's, I mean, it's kind of fun. And there's a deleted scene where they introduced uh, Storm as a character as part of that village. Oh, if you go through yeah. the deleted scenes, they obviously cut it, but it was a fun little tidbit there. Yeah, they probably made the right call cutting it. Yeah, I agree. It would have been the way they did Cyclops in this movie. It was kind of. Eh. <laughs> So glad they didn't just as well. Yeah, this. I mean, it, it. I don't know that we learn a lot from Logan refusing to let this person kill someone. Like, hey, good for you. You don't let someone commit genocide, I suppose. So we yeah. just know that of the people there, Logan there, he's, he's the best guy. Some, somewhat of a conscience, right? And he, uh, he leaves. And that's leaving that's that. Victor in the dust, and yeah, he's uh, he's big hurt by it. So, <laughs> so I guess my, my question to you then is: at this point in the movie. Right, nothing else has happened. We haven't had the the stuff in the cabin or anything. At this point in the movie, when he leaves, how do you feel about Logan? Do we feel he's a good person? Are we excited to see him grow? Do we think the movie has set him up as like a good hero? Yeah, the, movie? the main, I guess, issue with doing this movie is even if he seems like a really bad guy in this movie up to that point in the scene, you already have three other movies where Hugh Jackman was playing hero Wolverine. Mm-hmm. So that kind of plays into who he is as a person, even though it's in the future, we're bringing it back. So he gets like uh, the the benefit of the doubt from the audience instead of seeming like a total jerk. Yeah, that's fair. That is, that's a good point. It makes sense. Um, do we, uh, what I wonder is at this point in the movie, is it trying to be a story about the two brothers? Is it trying to be a story about, you know, Logan's dealing with his feral animal nature? At this point in the movie, where do you think, where are you thinking this movie's going? I guess is what I'm asking. Um, I think he's leave, he's leaving that codependent relationship with his brother and he's kind of going to become his own uh, type of person. I think that, I mean, the, because we're questioning it, that's one of the pitfalls for this movie is they tried to take on, I think, too many storylines and too many uh, characters. Like it got convoluted at times, which yeah, is. Uh, I, I agree that it, it does, but I agree with you that I think it's, if you recognize that it's him leaving a codependent relationship, you're going to like the movie more. Because um, it, it's one half of what it's trying to accomplish, really. I think it's the main thing it's trying. I can't quite decide. Um, but all right, let's skip forward now. He's uh, living out in his cabin in Canada. The movie does. Okay, it's all box. very. It's all very peaceful and calm and all that good stuff. You know, classic 
obviously this isn't going to work out stuff, but. Yeah, I mean, in 2009, I had a big crush on the actress that played Gayla Silverfox, though, I'll tell you yeah, that right she, now. She comes out, you know, we see, first off, we see Hugh Jackman looking as ripped as any superhero Ever. has looked since. Um, his, yeah, uh, and his he just keeps here. getting jacked. I mean, he th- this movie is one of those where he's still super young because he looks more toned and ripped in the Wolverine. But just because he's young with the combination of being stupid fit, it just it's really featured well on the on the camera. Yeah. There. So with him and him and the Fox out at this cabin, you're like, this is a good looking uh, set of humans here. <laughs> true that, true that. Uh, there's a few scenes that happen that I think are interesting during this time in Canada. You know, there's really there's the whole he's a lumberjack fun. lumberjack. There's the bridge scene where you you kind of get a hint that you know, the a little foreshadowing of her powers. There's the striker coming to warn Logan. That seems, I don't, does much, I don't think, but it is what it is. Uh, fainting concern. That's all it is. Yeah. Smoking the cheap cigar and zero stupid move, whatever. Yeah, it's, he sucks. Um, but, and then of course there's the, uh, I don't know if it's infamous. I like the scene, but it seems like it's kind of made fun of the, the Keikokuatsu. Keikokuatsu? Uh, yeah, Keikokuatsu. Cuckoo Kachu got screwed. Cuckoo Kachu got screwed. Yeah, the moon and the tricks. I love that story. I I don't care what anyone says. It's so good. That it's heavy handed foreshadowing. But like, who cares, man? Like, it's fine. I think it's cool little mythology. It's a fake one. I loved it. Yeah, the just like the story. It made, while I was watching it this time, and this isn't necessarily related to the movie, but it made me think as a person in society, do we really know stories verbatim anymore? There's so much yeah. stuff that, like, she can just pop off this exact mythology thing as a story. Like, I can't do that with too many things. Oh, I can't. That's because I worked at camp for so long. Um, I think there's another reason I like it, because it just reminds me of storytelling. I like storytelling. Um, yeah, that's great. But it, it is, it's a little heavy-handed. I think the reason people don't like it is they think of it as, like, oh, that's how he got his name, the Wolverine. It's like, well, you bite me. How's that sound? Who cares? Like, <laughs> like why is the, the, in the origin of the name made it matter that much to people? I mean, yeah, the real character was just named after a small, it. vicious animal. It's one of those things, if you think about just the context of this movie, and you didn't know Wolverine existed as like a different thing, it's a perfectly acceptable way for like a person to get their name. It's supposed to be a love story. Um, do we feel that though? Do you feel that there is yeah. any sort of love connection? Is love in the air tonight? Yes, I do. I do you feel do? that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I was fine. I, I bought it. Okay. Yeah. Um, part of it's just that they're attractive people and we inherently, there's two attractive people together. It just makes sense. Um, but I thought it was a good enough setup for, for romance. And, uh, it, I think it hits when she dies a little bit. It's not my favorite death scene. Um, uh, know, the first or second time? This this first time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the first time she dies time. in the woods. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's okay. We yeah, we, the only thing we got to mention just Victor uh, attacking the circus guy or the carnival guy, and then like that's how you know that Victor's coming to hunt the old group. We, I mean, that scene was what it was, but. That kind of oh, leads yeah. up to why Sabretooth comes in and he's going to go, you know, kill. Yeah, he's just a jerk, just killing people. It seems like no reason he needed to kill that guy, but whatever. Um, I know it sets up, but... Do you want to talk about the bar fight? We could talk well, about Well, yeah, well, but first I just want to... 
do you think it's sad when she dies? Are you sad when you watch it when she dies? Uh, at least the first. Time. Yeah, I mean, I mean nah, again, the time in my life <laughs> made me emotions hit harder with movie characters than they would nowadays. But what do I know? Did you feel like? Do you when you watch this movie? I guess. Do you think? Oh, I really want Logan to go get revenge right now on Sabretooth because that's the ultimate goal of what this movie wants you to feel like. Yeah, it does it enough for me. I think so too. I think it, it does what it wants to do. I think it's it wants you to be like, ah, let's go find him. Obviously, if he would have just like taken her body to get buried and things, then there's a whole can of worms on how this block yeah, really work he, out. Yeah, him leaving a body and him being the Wolverine seems like he could have noticed that there was no scratches. When they show her death scene from Sabretooth's perspective later, he just pours blood on her. I'm like, you're not going to like cut her up or anything? You just fake blood and slow the heart rate? Yeah, it's that part's not so great, but it sells enough to us, the audience, because the yeah. audience it shows him attacking her car and stuff. So exactly, yeah, it is what it is to us. Um, and like I said, it does what it wants us to do, and that's we want Logan to get revenge. We're emotionally invested in where the story's going. Yep, we want him to get to the bar. When he gets to the bar, we're like, oh hell yeah, it's ass whooping time. Unfortunately, uh, the ass whooping goes the other way. And yeah. That bar fight, and just when I was a kid watching this movie, it's just one of the coolest things. For some reason, I just loved this fight scene. I think because Wolverine's my favorite character, I guess, but him just getting the work put in on him by his older brother and just throwing him around like a ragnall. He's like, hey, man, you're rusty type of thing. I, I enjoyed the fight scene. You just like beating up on your younger brother? Should we get I've actually you? never beat up on my younger brothers, and they will vouch for that. Or I'll tell that I'm just kidding. Adam's much better than me. <laughs> Maybe you always wanted to. Um, yeah, I like the scene too. I think there's plenty of interesting. I think there's something to the whole just just getting beat down and getting back up. How long can you do a thing? We all yeah. seem to like that. So the scene does what it's supposed to do, and that's Logan loses, you know, wakes up in the hospital. Now Striker's gonna give him a second chance. Yeah, now he's mad. He's With mad, it. mad. He's mad on top of mad because he can't he can't do what he wants to do in his current state. So he needs to improve himself. Do we think this is a good setup? Do we think it it is within the realms of logic that Wolverine it's fine. Agree yeah. this experiment. Yeah. Do we, um, as the audience, want him to do it? Do we think? Are we thinking like? Well, I'm obviously we want to because we want him to have the. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't really know. Um, it's smart to acknowledge that, like, they uh, multiple times he says he's been here for six years. So six years have passed. This this relationship yeah. is super long. They were together living in a cabin not really surrounded by many people it makes sense that he's so emotionally invested in his girlfriend fiance wife whatever she is in this scenario that he would want to get the revenge she's the moon or is she the, the moon what do you think oh, yeah we get it um yeah this i think it's a good setup it. for him getting the stuff done i do like in the hospital there's this uh there's this moment where there's supposed to be like a couple like badass lines from Wolverine, like on his, you know, he does. I, I would call it this. He does two walkaway lines back yeah. to back, as almost yeah. as if they couldn't decide which, which one to go. Badass. With. They just left them both in there. Uh, he goes, "If I come with you, I'm coming for blood." First of all, right there, just say that walk away. Yeah, cool line. he does throw in another one though. He's like, he just, right "Stay after, out of my way." Point me in the right direction and get out of my way. You just. The first one was better. Just leave Come it at the on, first man. one. It's, uh, it's fine. So that makes me chuckle every time I watch the movie. Because I'm just like, oh, how did no one tell anybody? Gavin Hood. Sounded stupid. 
But whatever. I think that's part of the reason people don't like TV is that it, it does a little bit of overly macho ness. Yeah, it it uh, it it falls prey to some of the old '80s action star tropes, like walking away from explosions. <laughs> it definitely does that. Um, anything anything worth mentioning about the getting his adamantium skeletons? Um, some inconsistencies. One of the one of the first examples of X Men inconsistencies because the lab looks nothing like it does in X Men Two. Yeah, that's true. But that's that was. I just don't care about. I guess I'll ask you this though, because there's plenty of examples of it. So let's just cover it now. Do these inconsistencies take you out of like the movie at any point? Does it make that specific feel... movie? No, but that not in this scenario. It didn't bother me enough. I was like, whatever, that's fine. I feel like there's very little times where I was like, oh, it makes this movie worse because it doesn't yeah. make sense with the old X Men movies. But maybe that's just because back then I didn't care about things making Continuity sense. And, it's pre MCU yeah. stuff. That's yeah, very good point. It's it's in the same universe. You got the same actor. Just be happy about it. You don't need <laughs> the MCU yeah, just was just getting started. We weren't okay. having crossovers for days. Like no part of me was ever like, "Well, how was Cyclops there or in there? Why didn't he?" Like I just didn't care at the time. Um, yeah. To me, nothing. Movies didn't connect anyway. I didn't even think X Men yeah. One and Two really connected. I just it's not how yeah. I saw movies at that time in my life. But maybe we're we're better for it. Maybe not. Um, naked waterfall barn meets a family. Nice family. Family dies. Family dies. Yeah, I just another I, emotional I, chord. They probably I, it worked, but he was already pissed. <laughs> so why are we just stacking on top of our boy Wolverine? I was okay with the relationship that he had with the the older couple, the introduction of the motorcycle and the iconic jacket. Eh, it's fine. I just feel like all I think about when I watch this scene is that it doesn't accomplish anything. It doesn't, he doesn't grow at all. We don't learn anything about him at all. Yeah. That that's okay. Now, now that we're, we're talking through all of this right after he gets the adamantium put in him, that's when the movie lost me for a bit. The rest of the stuff I was okay with, I could totally buy into everything we've covered so Mm -hmm. far. There wasn't anything too over the top, but as soon as we got to this, doubling down on emotional uh heartstring things and doubling down on the action and tripling down on the explosions it, yeah it i felt like the whole barn scene was literally nothing but failure nothing gets accomplished yeah. um you could say the next action scenes at least like there's a couple things that i remember that i still to this day like i like the whole dig in the closet to be the breaks on my motorcycle bit. You like anyone says. You like him jumping off the motorcycle to cut the blades of the helicopter. I like that. Yeah. I don't and like the whole triggering fire with his I didn't care. It's fine. It was cool uh, back then. But there's there's things in that scene. It's at least a cool action scene. Like it doesn't really do much. The idea that he was gonna let Zero live after the first little walk away is just so funny. They're like, "Oh, he's got to throw in one more line to push Wolverine over the edge." I'm like, "No, he was gonna do that regardless." If Zero said another line right there, it is good that he got his comeuppance. I enjoy that part of it. Um, The barn itself is is a useless experience that I don't think adds anything to the movie or to the character. Except gives him a motorcycle and a cool jacket. Motorcycle and jacket, which he doesn't just lose the motorcycle immediately. Is the motorcycle fine at the end? I don't know. Uh, no, but he gets to go off on his chase, um, to track down the other mutants. Slash well, yeah, this is where he learns that they're 
you know, there's an experiment going on on an island and yeah. he's coming for Stryker, but first he needs to talk to people who know more about the island. So he goes yeah. to Will I Am. So here's the thing about this movie that I'm going to agree with the critics on. Like we said, from that moment he gets the adamantium all the way pretty much till he get back on the island, there's nothing but plot happening. There's no there's no character growth happening. There's like very little cool action happening. And like there's a couple of cool character moments, but it's just them talking plot to like yeah. make the, the the I'll give them something is just I don't care what people say about it. I loved Gambit. I love Gambit. I, <laughs> I don't care. Gambit's always been one of my favorite X-Men. And him, I liked the actor, Taylor Kitsch. I think he did a great job. His Cajun accent fell apart a couple times. That's pretty oh, much yes. the only note on it that I really cared to say anything about. But him overall, his featured powers were awesome. Uh, oh, his powers are dope. He feels kind of... Uh, pride in a little bit it's like how do we get gambit because they already had the three x-men movies and they had a bunch of cool characters that they still hadn't done live action so they're like let's do Gambit. oh yeah i mean you could have had any of the old gang know where the island was but it's fine it's cool i like it i like gambit being there it's fun in the game if you guys play the xbox 360 game the the whole fight with gambit is fantastic (laughs) that's good that's good things to know yeah, all I really glean from these is like, yep, these characters exist. Gambit yeah. is a cool character. Um, should be in things. The boxing scene with Blob and him getting all that together, it's its more plot. Some fun stuff. I don't know, a couple jokes, calling him Bub and not Blob. I was like, that was that was Martha-level writing before the Martha event happened yeah. in Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> yeah, not a lot happening in any, any sort of growth-wise. We know Saber is dangerous. He kills some people. You know, kidnap Cyclops. We I, another one. They threw him in. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Just nothing happened. That's it. He whatever. Um, but again, like I said, the movie really kicks back up yes. with its emotional growth and everything once they get to the island. No doubt. Um, sort of. I don't know if it's good or not, but it at least like is getting back to the heart of the movie. The betrayal gets revealed while he's on this island pretty early. Yeah. Does it do? Did we feel hurt by her? Did we feel betrayed by Silver Fox? Were we like, ah, you're the worst? Oh, I mean, I was like, dang, that's so mean. But it's a movie, so they fully acknowledge that they are in love with each other. She just, she fell in love with the guy that she was stuck with. When I was a kid, I always questioned whether he had stolen Silver Fox's sister after their relationship started or they met because of that. I think the movie's leading us to believe that he met Kayla because Stryker had the sister. But I that was something. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that's what it gets at. But it's, yeah, you're right. That it's, well, we fell in love anyway. It's a little like a whatever. But it's it's good enough romance stuff. that it's Also takes the edge off. I think that's the important thing to notice. It takes the edge off of Wolverine where he's bloodthirsty berserker as soon as he realizes she's not actually dead. Sort of, but then he does have that fight with his brother and he's like gonna kill him. And Saber's like, ah, well, yeah, because Sabretooth went back and went and tried to kill her again anyway. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, but then she's like, she's like, don't do it. You're not an animal. And is that good? Do we, is that like do we feel... I hate that cliche in movies, to be honest with you. 
the whole. Oh life. yeah, don't kill the innocent person now because you don't. He's want not to innocent it. anyway. Yeah, I, it's like you've already killed so many people. Holding back, uh, I mean, that's that's what they have to do with comic book characters and important characters within any show movie timeline. Is if the other person is important, you can't kill them. You have to find a reason not to kill your enemy, which is the most ridiculous thing about it. You kill everyone else, but like when it comes to that person. It's real yeah. character growth to be able to resist. Batman should just kill Joker. I know it's fake. <laughs> so to me, it's it's this is fake character growth. There's no real like anything gleaned from the fact that he was able to resist killing his brother. Like I said, because the whole Wolverine's feral nature thing is like, oh, you're not an animal. That storyline has been dropped forever. Like that hasn't come yeah. up in forever. There's like no. Yeah, he hasn't been an like, animal since the war. <laughs> I mean, was that the last time he was a real animal? Yeah, you could scary? argue like maybe the fight with the Victor fight with his brother and brought it back a little. But if if the movie would have maybe done a little more, like he lost his control during maybe the scene in the, the doesn't matter or something. I don't know. They just didn't do it. So this whole him not killing his brother thing to me uh, falls flat. Yep, that's fine. They free the people. They run around. Get to see uh, Striker do Striker things, kill the general guy because he wants to finish his pool. Uh, the fact that they made Deadpool's name mean a pool of human, or uh, excuse me, mutant powers bothers me. <laughs> it's absolute uh, hot garbage trash. Um, but what I'll say for the movie is that if if it wasn't Deadpool, if we didn't know who Deadpool I, was, if Deadpool I, didn't exist promise you i was going to bring this up i thought the exact same thing while watching this movie if it was not deadpool but you had a guy that played that deadpool type of role and became that monster i think people would have hated this movie so much less because he's a cool character he's just not deadpool yeah and the whole like i know everyone hates how'd you shut deadpool's mouth that's the point for this movie it's like a funny like they, they weren't trying to create Deadpool movie. This wasn't to make a Deadpool movie for us to like Deadpool. That's movie. the note that everyone needs to take. This this movie was made at a time where sequels were not promised. Continuity was not guaranteed. They used the characters for cool sequences, and they did not care what that did to the character and the future of the franchise. Yeah, this is all supposed to be. Emma uh, Frost, also throwaway character in this movie. If Just, you left his mouth open and let him still just be Ryan Reynolds being Deadpool. Everything after that scene just wouldn't have made sense. Like he's being controlled, yeah. he's doing it against his will. Cause that wasn't what Wade was the only other person who was like, even remotely a good person besides Logan to start with. Yeah. So him being able to talk and stuff wouldn't have made sense. If he was quipping and joking. It wouldn't have fit this movie. So yeah. suck it up. It's fine. That Yeah. He did what he had to do as an adversary for the end of this movie. Um, I don't, I don't love it. He's not great adversary for the end of the movie. He's a little bit of a bland, just, oh, I have a generic bunch of powers, and I'm a faceless nobody that can be killed, even though I just showed that I can resist killing by not killing Sabretooth. But this Deadpool thing, totally. Yeah, I mean, they it's, undo because it. Because it's the, faceless and stuff. The post-credit scene, they undo it anyway, so yeah. it's whatever. He's whatever, yeah. but I think what's worth noting is, is the fight up on top of the... Uh, so dope <laughs> i don't care what anyone says it was it's sick a, it's a cool set piece for a fight um it's a cool idea yeah. for a fight the fact that he can teleport around now yeah makes it cool it's again it's these two characters going off against each other that 
seemingly can't really die, but they just keep stabbing each other. Yep. Sabretooth, of course, shows up last second to save Wolverine. Cementing the brother bond. Another continuity issue within the X-Men franchise is we know they see each other in X-Men 1 and they don't seem to know each other that well. This we know all this, this isn't even remotely the same Sabretooth as the one in the X-Men movies. That's I the, want I Lee Schreiber to come back as yeah. Sabretooth. I Thanks. loved him in this movie. I don't care what anyone says. This well, version that's... of Sabretooth is so much better than the mindless goon that they had in the first X-Men movie. Yeah, and I think that's why I don't really care that it doesn't uh, connect. But what I, what I think about this movie is, are we glad that Sabretooth came back? Do we feel like, oh yeah, brothers are back together, they love each other? Or is it like, yeah. oh, he's a bad guy, I don't like it. What, like, I, I enjoyed it. I, I I like the focus of brotherly bond throughout this movie. They go back to back again like they did when he had to stand up for him a different time, or in the trenches of World War II or whatever it was. So they got to recreate something classic movie callback type of thing mm -hmm. and i i liked the 2v1 fight because it it made it more i not that you could make any of this realistic but wolverine trying to take on deadpool by himself in this scenario didn't wouldn't oh, the really fight work scene itself the action the, the teleporting between the two of them and their that yeah. stuff looks really cool when they're just standing back to back but he just is still kind of yeah. open on them the reveal that he has laser beam eyes is whatever um got them from cyclops made perfect sense they're fighting but you didn't get that diamond hard skin that you could have stolen from them frost what yeah, do i know it would have helped a lot when you got your head cut got off. decapitated yeah yeah they fight it's cool i think it's a cool scene that yep. dies um i think it's kind of a really cool visual when he's like his head yeah, the head gets to cap yeah they they stole that just hey you want to make the darth maul scene again <laughs> that's how it felt yeah and i like that his, his eye was still shooting and still like open perfect yeah I destroying the places it fell so i thought it looked cool it was visually stunning uh victor has the you know the one last you know brothers always got each other's back yeah thing another callback i do wonder so i guess what i question about this movie is like are we supposed to feel good that like the brothers are like together and have each other back. I think so. I think we're supposed to feel that way. But as we know now, uh, Leaf Schreiber never comes back in her prize of the role again. And there's multiple Wolverine movies that come later and prequel movies and lots of other scenarios where they could have brought him back and they didn't. So it was, well, that's how we're meant to feel that, okay, the brothers have each other's back. But at the same time, it falls flat because you never see Sabretooth again. I definitely remember when I was a kid kind of liking it and be like, yeah, hell yeah, brothers are back together. Now that I watch it uh, recently, I'm like, mm, kind of a tool. I don't, uh, I don't like yeah, it at all. He's still a lot. Logan still says, like, we're through. So at least he, yeah. he yeah, understands he that his brother's a tool. And even though he helped him, it doesn't mean anything. But right. it's the bond of brotherhood above those things we've talked about this before on other podcasts but i think this it really is the question this movie wants to beg so i'm going to ask it here so we can learn a little bit about you um yes. brother you know maybe not necessarily a murderer but like how do you feel about that relationship of like how do you care about your family or people you care about when they're making these kind of mistakes obviously we don't have an i don't know anyone personally that has killed someone 
Yeah, they, that takes it to the extreme, but just acknowledging the brotherly love that's there. I've said on many podcasts and throughout my entire life that my brothers are some of my best friends. Our bond is unbreakable, things along those lines. So murder, probably pushing it, but you do feel like if your brother's down, you need to pick him up, even if it's his fault type of thing. At least that's how I feel towards my siblings. And uh, I think that makes me like this movie more just because, I don't know, just the even though it's it's extreme scenarios, it's kind of, I can see a representation of myself and my sibling siblings within a fun superhero realm. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel similarly. I I was associated more with I had a friend growing up that I, I probably was closer to than my brothers at that point in my life anyway when this movie came out. Um, you just had that feeling of like, well, you know, your your friend can make mistakes and stuff, but you you still got their back. I think as, yeah. as I've grown up a little bit, I've softened on that take of the world. I feel a little more like, mm, and, you know, try to stick up for who's right more often than I stick up for who I'm close to. But it's still a hard line to walk. Yeah, I haven't softened so. too much over the years. Maybe a little bit. That's, that's uh, I, don't, I mean, I'm, and I'm not here to say I'm right. That's for sure. I think there's a lot of people who would argue that family first. Um, is definitely the correct way to do things. The, so. Kind of, yeah, I think that's a, a distinction that I make in my head where, yeah, my brothers in that scenario, maybe you and your brothers in that scenario, but if I, there are certain relatives that you could, yeah, you, you, you shouldn't back them in their uh, endeavors, I suppose we could say. Yeah, so I think it's always an interesting uh, dynamic, the idea of, of family first versus, you know, other things, self-preservation and all the other right. poles of life. Like family first is often a, a thing that people quote as being, oh, yeah, it's one of my top three values, which to me it just isn't, um, which is funny that I still love this movie because that does feel like that's what this movie is tugging towards. So nothing else I think that is worth mentioning in this movie. There's a lot of weird um, offshoot stuff, inconsistencies, things that don't make sense that we could just like. Yeah, the yeah, Professor X showing up. Uh, all it really did was let Patrick Stewart tie Hugh Jackman for most amount of times reprising the same character in a movie. Good work there. Um, and nothing. I don't think there's anything. To me, those scenes just could just not exist. I think you could have never had the the Cyclops getting picked up from school thing. Yeah, I think it's just who cares. You could have gone without Gambit, not that you should, because it was cool. But like, you could have gotten that information from Fred Dukes or Will I Am. Was a fun addition, though. So it's worth it to me. I'll let that one go. (laughs) The The Emma Frost waste of a character that is undone later in the X Men franchise and Cyclops being inconsistent. They're not even interesting when they're in it. That's the thing. I know it sucks. Like Emma Frost or Cyclops don't do anything interesting in this movie. Other than, I guess, Cyclops gives Deadpool power. The power to take down that nuclear reactor. <laughs> Which is whatever. Um, do we feel, at the end, the whole love scene? Had, by the end, I'm just like, the whole love between him and Solar Fox, I was over it by the end. Yeah, they just, they have to harp on it, and they have to give it a conclusion that the audience can get behind. You couldn't just have... Silver Fox die when she gets shot. She had to have that last little emotional pull where they fully get the scene to make up as a couple and they love each other again. And then William Stryker gets to come in and ruin it. Yeah, I guess, but I don't care. Then you um, got he gets his memory wiped. I guess that's a, the the explanation of him losing his memory within this context 
made a lot of sense to me as a kid. I don't know how I feel about it I, as I an don't adult. Care is what I feel about it as an adult. I'm just like I don't care. Like he lost his memory. Who like who cares? He could have shown it off screen. He could have shown it in the movie. I wouldn't have cared either way. Um, Fair like I said, I think what I care most about is the fact that their love just does. They, you just don't. I don't feel that by the end. I don't feel like this is any. I'm like I'm over it now. Like, yeah, that relationship peaks for the Kwaku story. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Um, yeah, it does. Cause it, cause all the setup stuff that like we talked about, it's cool. Like the whole, the bridge scene, I think is cool. The story's cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, while he's a Canadian lumberjack, it's cool. Everything yes. after that, I think is just a downhill of that relationship. And you know, I'm no longer interested by the end, which again is one of those things we're here to talk about. The movie. We like the movie. I think that's, I love the movie. Yeah. I don't want that to be confused when we're talking about it. There are some pitfalls to this movie, but I have so much love for this movie. But just when I go in depth in the movie, I think about like, yeah, as any sort of romance, which most superhero movie romances, garbage. this is the truth. They're garbage. Yeah. And they're not good. They're not interesting by the end. This is just another example of that. That's fine. You probably dedicated more of the runtime to it than you needed to, but whatever. I thought the whole Logan, you're not an animal. It gets brought up more than it needs to. That yeah, falls flat. That team yeah. had two more people than it needed. <laughs> I think the team but, was too big. The light bulb I, guy felt unnecessary. Will I am's character, eh, I liked him, but he wasn't needed. Those type well, of things. Well, when I think about the, the three things sucked. for me that I think like I think are the reason I like this movie. Number one, I think the plot is fine. I think the idea of we were taken as war veterans, we grew up as a brother. Well, brother betrayed another brother, and that this whole idea that they were collecting mutants. I like that whole thing. The story itself, I think, is a good story. Yeah. Number two, I think, obviously, Logan and Victor have a good dynamic. They have fun Aces. fights. Aces in this movie. I, I oh, love I love that uh, that kind of constant uh, clashing that happens throughout this movie. They and then the macho-ness. Good. There's good macho-ness in this movie. There's a it's little bit of okay. Good John Wick is entirely based on the premise of this being macho. He's just yeah. I'm out machoing everybody in the room all the time. I just yep. stand and stare and I'm super cool. This movie does that well. He rips himself out of the tank and he's ripped and he takes the bulls to the head. There's like yeah. cool moments like that. There's enough of those that I like the movie. The bar, heavy guy insurance, not too bad. Ha! Cool. That's macho it. line. Yeah, that um, was a macho line. <laughs> so those three things to me are a good enough reason for me to like this movie. Um, even as we've said, there's flaws in the movie, but. Yeah, um, this movie, I, like I said, meant a lot to me growing up. So rewatching it now for the first time in probably five years, I would say. Uh, still enjoyed it. It, it didn't lose a lot of its luster. Movie. Second favorite? I I put it at third. I like the Wolverine slightly more slightly more than I like X Men Origins, only slightly. But I like the Wolverine. Now, but that it's so funny that I put that one third, and then I would start listing X Men movies. Yeah, That's I mean, just, obviously Logan's the best, and no one—I don't think anyone's going to argue that really. Ah, that's fine. They did their best. But... What we'll do, we'll do. That actually oh. might be fun if we do an episode on the Marvel stuff, ranking the X Men movies. Just yeah, something. I love it. Uh, the X Men. <laughs> We should talk a little about some of the MCU that. But yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, let us know what other movies you want us to break down. Well, obviously, we're going to get to the Wolverine. We're going to get to Logan. Oh, yeah. uh, we're going to get to a lo- probably every Marvel movie at some point we hope to get to. But yeah. 
as always, just let us know what movies you connect to, why you think some movies are better than they are perceived, why you think some movies um, connect to you, because that's what movies are all about. Yes. Uh, I'm going to end on my own little rant that I always end on. What a movie is trying to do is only as good as how we feel about it. If we feel connected to it emotionally, then it did what it's supposed to do. Yep. If we gleaned from the movie what it wanted us to, it did its job. So at the end of the day, that's why these movies are subjective because how we feel going in and out of the movies have a big impact on them. So true. that's why I like this movie. It doesn't have to objectively be good because we've discussed how it connects to us and why we like it. So hopefully you guys uh, learned a little bit about us through this experience and hopefully you join us again uh, the next time we break down another Marvel movie. As always, have fun, but not too much fun, you know? Especially without us.